0: Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 61 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by 30dayfruitchallenge.com. What's going on, good people? What's going on? Look, I know, I know, I know the last, last time I came on, I said that we were getting back, you know, on track with things. that didn't happen it's been about two weeks been traveling doing some other things but I'm but I'm back now it's it's real it's official official like my schedule we're gonna pencil in Wednesdays is a podcast day for real for real this time so it's August 1 I'm excited I'm excited because I don't know if you follow me on Twitter or not but We are doing a 30 day fruit challenge. Ooh, ooh, it is what it sounds like. 30 days of only fruit, just fruit. So you mean to tell me, it's always funny because people be like, so no nuts? Didn't I say just fruit? So what about a salad? Didn't I say just fruit? (laughs) So now here's the deal. Now, I'm sharing this as an opportunity for people to kind of collectively see and try this experience out for themselves. One, I'm obviously doing this to be an example of what it is that I believe. Now, despite what people may think, this is officially my first time doing this. I have done all raw 30 days. I've done majority fruit where I would eat only fruit up until about three o'clock, right? I've done that. But I know personally that there is another level of cleansing and healing that I will get access to when I take this thing the next level. So I'm not telling anyone to follow specifically what I'm doing. If you go to the website at 30, day fruitchallenge.com you'll see everything outlined you know what to eat what to expect um frequently asked questions all of that is there there's a video there from dr robert morse who is the official og if you don't know him you need to become familiar with him because dr morse has been in the game for 50 years and he has his own clinic and he has been assisting and healing people from all sorts of illnesses and diseases through the use of fruit and herbs. Like, man, it's just amazing to hear the stories, to see the testimonials of people who are really restoring their health. See, it's one thing to talk about fitness. It's one thing to talk about losing weight, right? You can follow a meat-based diet, and lose weight and be ripped that's not what we're talking about we're talking healing and restoration and I don't know of any other diet I don't know of any other food and you can correct me if you're wrong if I'm wrong if you think I'm wrong send me the information send me whatever whatever you have I'm interested in seeing it but I haven't seen any other food that has been able to restore the body the way that I'm seeing people do it on this fruit. I haven't seen it. And it's miraculous to me. Now, some people are like, well, Ruth, well, why why didn't you do this a long time ago? Listen, let me tell you something. My body was jacked. When I first started this process, I wouldn't even have been able to do complete fruit without some extreme detox symptoms. I mean, you're talking about a healing crisis because my my digestive system was shot and I suffered from malabsorption issues, meaning any carb. Now, granted, I, I, at this time, I wasn't experimenting a lot in fruit, but I'm just telling you, anything was making me nauseated and carbs especially made it 10 times worse. So I may could have, but i just been taking this thing gradual. Everybody's body is different. Your level of toxicity is different from mine's. Your weaknesses and my weaknesses. You may not have had the weaknesses in, in your colon that I have, or in, in the weaknesses that I've had in my liver or my kidneys. That may not have been your thing. So you may have been able to make that transition. And although it could have had some, you know, spots of challenge for you, overall, you were able to to do that. For me, no, I had to take this thing slow, man. I, I have had to gradually work on myself, gradually restore. And here's the deal. And we got to get into our ideology when you start studying the eyes. Fascinating stuff and how it opens the window up into what is going on inside of your body. It's not about diagnosing disease. That's not what, but you look into your eye for indicators of where weaknesses are in your body. when I look in my eye, man, my eyes are still jacked up. You know, I if I pull my lid all the way up and look down, I, at the top of my eyeball, I still see some, a little bit of yellow there, a little bit of jaundice there. it That points to my liver. I know that. And I, look at how long I've been doing this. This is what I want people to understand. Again, fitness is one thing. We can throw this health word around too. But we talking about healing. You got to get in the trenches to really... Go deeper at the cellular level to really pull the stagnation that you've had in your body, in your lymph system for years. This is for years. When I look back through my life and through childhood, I should have been detoxing when I was like eight. When I first got pneumonia, that should have been a red sign. Like, uh uh-oh. Congestion. Mucus. Mucus lungs inflammation like that should have been a red sign then when I was anemic for years that should have been a red sign like we ignored all of those of course we didn't know we was ignorant my parents didn't know hell my parents still don't know to to a large degree about a lot of what I'm saying but what I'm trying to get you to understand is that this is how it can compound decade after decade after decade I have so much respect for those, you know, we talk a lot of junk about the young people. When I say young, I'm talking about that range of,
1: you know, the teenager from
0: 13 to, yeah, we could say 23, 24. But there are many of that group and that demographic who are waking up, they are coming across information that we just weren't privy to. And they're starting to make these changes early on. Something else I will say, however, is a lot of them are experiencing some of the side effects of our bad habits. Someone posed a question to me and they were asking me, we were particularly talking about cancer and the cause of cancer and what my beliefs were. It was like, so you're saying that you believe cancer can be prevented and that you can, you know, treat it and get rid of it. And I said, absolutely. And and they said, well, what about children? And this is what I beg of people. I know your morality, your little good heart blocks you from thinking logically because, you know, you start thinking children like, oh, they're so innocent. So they didn't do anything wrong. And so obviously this just happens. Let me tell you this, what we are seeing and my God, I don't know what's going to unfold within the next 10 to 20 years, but what we are seeing with the influx of youth, and our children, with all these degenerative diseases and illnesses are, the effects of what we've done. Meaning, if I tell you what a crack baby is, you automatically know what that is, don't you? You know that's a baby who was born to a mother who was in, under the influence of crack, right? Cool. What we're seeing is toxic babies. These babies were born in environments that were toxic. So you shouldn't be confused when you see these children either coming out with cancer or developing cancer. You shouldn't be confused when you see little babies with eczema, psoriasis. You shouldn't be confused when these children, by the time that they're three years old, they got like 10 different allergies. They're allergic to everything. It's a reason for that. And I didn't know. And I should have known because I lost, I miscarried my first pregnancy. I went into labor early at 22 weeks and I should have known then what was happening. The body will abort a child on its own when it cannot sustain that pregnancy. And again, we want to get all moral about it. Why God testing me? Use your common sense. Why would God test you by allowing you allowing you to lose a child? That shit like that just pisses me off because it's stuff like that that religion and the church promotes. That's bullshit. Is what it is. Okay? That's not what's happening. The body is wise and smart. It cannot sustain that pregnancy. And so it releases. That's what happens. So I should have known, that should have been one of my number one indicators, how bad of a condition my body was in, right? But I, you know, you don't know, young and ignorant. We don't know. We do what we've been taught. And you believe that this is just some unfortunate, bad thing that happens to some people. That's another thing I, I, I got to go here and I always go into this little God thing because I to challenge our thinking like why would god choose you well, I, all the people and this is why people can't wrap their mind around it because they see people like living on the street you know hustling they may be into drugs and they popping out babies left and right and you and your little good heart you loving you kind you go to church you help people you volunteer and you don't understand why you don't have two and three miscarriages come on guys think Why? Why? What kind of God are you serving? What that would be his mindset or her mindset, whatever you refer to that God as, where they testing you. Why? Why? It doesn't make sense. All right. All right. Let me stay focused because, you know, y'all already know uh, that that'll get me going there. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) the point is what we are doing here. Is attempting. No, I don't like that word. We ain't attempting. We doing. We're restoring our bodies. We are learning how to cleanse ourselves naturally through what it is that we eat. That's what we're doing here. And I'm gonna show you how it's done. And again, I have I have done, you know, I've been at this, you know, a little bit, but don't get it twisted. This is gonna be a challenge for me as well. Because part of My story is that, man, when you talk about breaking generational curses, I'm from the country. We like to eat, bruh. I'm talking, you you don't understand how, when you talk about a challenge, re, what's the word? I don't know if it's recreating or just creating new habits of self-control. Of observing yourself to see why and when is it that you crave certain things? Why is it that you look to food for comfort and you don't even realize you're doing it? Like these are the things that I've had to observe through myself. So although I have been vegan in December will make three years. Oh, I still got down with the get down. Oh, is it got down with the get down? Yeah, meaning. <laughs> I know there were times when I would overeat because it was so good. So, you know, you get a big, I'm looking at serving sizes. And this is how you know we're mal, 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 we suffer from malabsorption and we're malnutritioned because we're just eating and eating and eating and we're never satisfied. We always feel like we're hungry. This is the game when people switch over to this, to raw foods, right? especially now you're talking about fruits like oh my god i'm gonna be hungry it's not gonna satisfy me not realizing your gut is out of whack there are people who eat and thrive on one meal a day and they are active meaning they are physically fit they are running their jogging they're lifting they're pushing their yoga they're doing all of this stuff how is it possible that you sit your ass at a desk all day and you eating three meals a day, three meals plus, and you still hungry. You got to have a snack. Come on, think, y'all. Your gut is out of whack. You are not absorbing what it is that you're getting. That's why you're always looking for a new vitamin. The vitamin ain't the problem. The nutrient ain't the problem. You can keep taking in all you want to take until you fix until you repair why your body is not absorbing and assimilating what you're already getting, it ain't gonna matter, it ain't gonna matter. So that's what we're attempting to do here, y'all, okay? So um, I'm trying to see how I best wanna do this. I'm probably gonna follow up with another blog post, um, kind of giving you some pointers because this is how I how I break down the 30-day challenge, right? I don't know where I got this from. So if you do let me know, I ain't trying to steal nobody, you know, little, little thing. I wrote it down. I have a bunch of notebooks. So I wrote this down and, um, I just found it the other day and I was like, oh yeah, this is good. And I've done it. I've used it before, but it just reminded me of it. So basically with a 30 day challenge, you break it down into three phases. All right. Phase one is day one to 10. That's all you focus on. Because we have the, the, the tendency to confront a challenge, so to speak. And we look at it in its full capacity. Instead of just taking inch by inch. One hour by one hour. One day by one day. That's it. So phase one is just day one to day 10. Right? You can refer to this as the unbearable stage. Or the unbearable phase, right? Meaning it's going to be kind of difficult. But your mental has to be it's only temporary. It's only 10 days. It's only 10 days, right? So stage two or phase two is day 11 to day 20. So you're moved out of the unbearable stage into the uncomfortable stage. Meaning now's where you kind of, you already know you ain't gonna die, right? You're starting to feel the, like, okay, okay. Damn, I didn't say, okay, this is this is all right. This is where the, you gotta tap into the discipline. This is where the commitment comes in, right? Okay, we, we, we there with that? Then phase three or stage three is that last 21 to 30 days. Man, by the time you get to 21 days, I mean, you ain't turning back by then I mean unless you just I you know I don't know it could be something really crazy going on or you know you're traveling you can't stick to what you're doing but once you have convinced yourself that you can do something for 21 days you phase three is an unstoppable phase you are you only reinforcing what you've already been doing and now you associate pleasure with this habit and you're feeling good you feel good about it you feel proud Now, I say all that to say there's really two approaches to this thing. That kind of ties into approach one. Approach one is going all in, okay? Going all in is I'm in this. I'm committed. This is before me. I'm ready to kind of restart my health. I'm ready to commit to being better. I'm ready to challenge myself a little bit. It's only 30 days. Damn, it's what? 335 other days of the year i'm only asking of myself 30 days right this is something that i that i used to do and in in some regard kind of still do a little bit but not as much you know my pride with myself is kind of you know pretty high right so now i would just talk to myself like bro you mean to tell me that you're gonna allow this donut to make you its bitch that's what you you mean to tell. I mean, you got all these cute little quotes and stuff, right? You mean to tell me this donut got more power over you than you got over it. Wow. That's a shame. <laughs> that's sad. And I And I would use that like in regard to even feeling uncomfortable, right? Like, come on. You mean to tell me you don't have enough power over yourself?
1: to not bow
0: out like damn you a slave to the food like that wow wow that's kind of that that first piece that 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 one approach of just going all in right but then there's a thin line right and that second approach is also using common sense and i've done this both ways it depends on um what has been kind of going on and what my body has done. I have gone the approach of let's go, let's get it. Like the last 30 day raw fast, Um, it was, let's go, let's get it. This is what we doing. And I had a couple cravings where I wanted some bizarre things. Like I I was craving Chick-fil-A fries and um, something else I was craving, rice, stuff like that. But it was, you know, it was good. Like this is what we doing. However, on the other side of the using common sense and listening to your body, I have gone through detoxes where I was kind of pushing it to the edge and I had to pull back. Meaning, all right, we're, we're, we're at our point here. Um, Let's reel this back just a little bit. So I'll use an example. I matter of fact, this was just last week. So I was doing... Kind of some brief stints of grape juice fast, man. Oh my God, I got to do a whole new episode just on grape juice and the power of grapes. There's a book called, it's titled The Grape Cure. Man, it's just so much information out there. I just get lost in it. Like I'm building my home library and I'm just... It's just like a whole new world. It's like a little kid. I now get what people mean when you kind of have this what they call awakening or or becoming to consciousness. Like it really is a rebirth. You really feel like a kid again with all of the possibilities and the knowledge. You just see world the world in a different light, and it's so exciting. It's like, damn, I really been asleep. Oh, what about this? Let me let me learn about this. Oh, what about this? Like there is no dull point no dull moment I'm so excited to be at this place and if you're not there yet it doesn't matter stay focused on where you are just stay the course I promise you if you seek you will find but anyway that grape cure book is is a book about um Joanna Brendan of how she discovered and cured her cancer with grape like you know, I do entertain some people, some of the little science fanatics. Like this, this other chick the, the, the other day or the other week on Twitter was like, "Yeah, what's your credentials? And what's your credentials?" You know, part of me just because I like learning, I'm like, "Oh, to go get some of these damn credentials so I could, you know, just shove it in y'all damn face." <laughs> but and it's like we are so closed minded like we are so gone where we no longer tap into our own intuitive nature. Like the people who created the things that you're repeating. So every belief system, every modality for for so-called treatment, I can't even say healing, that you know about, don't you know somebody created all this stuff? Everything that we know about the body, and I put no in quotation marks, right? Right. Cause we're always learning. That's you know what we know is just what we know up until this point, based on information that we have at this point. That can always expand. That can always grow. That can always change. Don't you know somebody came up with all that stuff? So you mean to tell me that you can, in your own divineness, and your own intelligence, and in your own you know ability to to study and to learn, formulate some own opinions and ideas of yourself? For yourself? Nah, I guess. I can't relate. Not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, I have theories that have been just twirling in my mind here recently about things. And I'll share them at, at, at one point. But, you know, when I look deeper into some of this stuff, I'm like, okay, something ain't adding up. But what about this? What about that? Anyway. All right. What was I talking about? y'all know y'all know i get sidetracked so the we were talking about the fruit and the grape but anyway the point is this we're doing 30 days y'all we're doing 30 days oh that's what i was really talking about the common sense and being able to know what is best for your body and what is not So, yes, I'm encouraging you to try the 30 days. Here's the deal. You know when you half-assing. You know when you could have gone further. You could have pushed yourself. You could have been more committed and you didn't. You know the difference between that and, okay, this is, whoa, yikes. Okay, I can't do no more of this right now. And so my last experience with that, that's what I was talking about. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. The grapes. So my last experience with that was I had got on some of the Concord grape juice fast. And it really wasn't a fast because I really had no intentions of doing it other than for the first part of the day. So morning, afternoon, strictly grape, you know, Concord grape juice, right? Man, let me tell you something. The power, the astringent power of how this, that grape juice Woo, I got the feeling like, whoa, yikes. (laughs) Woo, started feeling a little, little something. You know, you can start feeling a little woozy. You can start feeling a little lightheaded, a little confused, and I knew what it was. And at the time, I really did not have the ability, so to speak, to kind of allow that to do what it needed to do. Like, it'd be one thing if we could go on a retreat. And that we could really just rest for 30 days and, or 60 days and allow our body to just do what it needed to do. But many of us, I mean, we we have life, unfortunately, what we call life. And, you know, whether we're working, whether we're, we're spouses or whether we have children or whatever, it's not practical to even ask someone to to really be down in the dumps on a ongoing basis. I mean, we don't want that anyway. That's not the goal. Someone hit me up was like, um, well, I did this cleanse and now I did it again. And I don't think that it's effective anymore. I'm like, no, the goal is not to have you down in the dumps. That unfortunately sometimes happen because your eliminative organs are weak. And so once those toxins get stirred up, you start to feel it. But that's really not the goal. Once you cleanse, each time that you cleanse, you get, you get better. You get better. You get better. You start doing these cleanses, and you know, whether you're fasting or whether you're doing herbal cleanse, like that stuff passes. Those initial healing crises, they pass. Like right now, you know, and I'm not I'm not gonna tell y'all this. I was let me think. I'm going to just say this, but dumbass people, I'm just using this as an example, okay? So don't do what I'm doing. So it's midday, so it's like noon, and even though I'm doing the grape, um, the, the fruit challenge, I haven't eaten yet. Why? Because I'm not hungry. And when I get hungry, I'll eat. That's the way this works. You get hungry, you eat. You're not hungry, you don't eat. You eat as much as you want. Doesn't matter. It's fruit. There are no times. There are no. There are no calorie counting. There are no stipulate. There are none of that. However, I don't want people who are just doing this to to do intermediate fasting. The fruit enough is gangster enough to do what it needs to do. So I'm only sharing that because that's where that's my current condition, so to speak, or my experience with this right now. But then please don't try that because it's too much. Again, if you haven't especially if you've never gone raw or if you haven't been a vegan to try to jump into fasting in addition to fruit. It's just not smart. It's just not smart. So that was the point of all of what I was saying, going back into my experience that when I had that instance with the fruit, the grape juice, I just went ate a banana. A banana is dense. It will slow it down. Just a little bit. All you got to do is start eating. So let me just say that, because this is important for people who may want to know. Maybe I should add that to the website too. What you need to do if you do start experiencing detox symptoms and you want to slow them down. So let's think of the hierarchy. Up top, we got the fruit. The water-dense fruit is going to do the most pulling. Your grapes, your watermelon, your... What else? What else is up there? can't think anymore. Um, mm, grapes, watermelon, cantaloupe, berries, um, oranges, grapefruit. Those high water dense fruit are going to be the most pulling. Okay, when you want to bring that down a little bit, or if you're starting to feel really hungry and you want to feel a little bit more full, you can go to the more calorie dense fruit. That's your bananas. That's your dates, your figs, your papaya, your pears, your plums. Okay? When you want to slow that down a little bit more, you can move to your botanical fruits. These are fruits that we think are vegetables, but they are seed-bearing, so they are fruits. That's your tomatoes, your cucumbers, your zucchini, your avocado, your peppers, or your dried fruits. If you need to slow it down even more, like, I've been doing this. Woo! Uh, I don't know. I need to, I'm not, I'm feeling just all over the place right now. You can add in a salad. I see that tells me all I need to know when we try to argue about what's the most optimal. I didn't say worse or bad for you. What's the most optimal food for the human? And I'm convinced it's fruit because if by eating those fruit, my body begins to cleanse, But to slow that cleanse down, all I got to do is implement vegetables. That let me know that vegetables are not the most cleansing fruit. And so it, it can't be the most optimal. Can I eat it? Certainly. Hell, we eat meat. The body has shown proof that we have the ability to adapt. But is it the most optimal? No. And, of course, that continues. So if you want to slow down even more from, from the raw salad, you move into some steamed veggies. And that's when you'll really slow the detox process down. You get you some steamed broccoli, some steamed, um, what else we got? What else do you steam? I don't know. Green beans. Cauliflower. Um, if you really want to go really, really, really off, which is a little beyond this challenge but if you need it and i'm talking about you know again if you need it you could do the steamed rice and you know of course that's gonna you know bring it way way down but it depends on where your body is and what you need you understand what i'm saying so those are kind of the levels of where you want to you want to stay high into your water dense fruit to get that cleansing effect However, if you feel as though I'm feeling ill and sick and, and again, it just doesn't happen to everybody and doesn't happen in the same way. So I'm only sharing this for informational purposes, but don't go into it looking to be sick. I think we underestimate our mind. Like stop going into it. And I got to stop even saying that it's going to be a challenge for me. I got to stop putting that out there. It's not going to be a challenge for me. I got this. So don't go into it thinking, oh, well, I'm just waiting on my detox symptoms because you may not experience that. You know, your liver may be in good enough condition and your kidneys and it's flowing like you're you're flushing and it's able to process is moving it out. Boom, we good to go. So. Just kind of FYI things, I'm a, this is the last thing I'm going to say, because I don't want to make this too long. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to take this entire month to just share different things about fruit and healing in general and healing the body. I do understand that most most of us are stupid. Maybe not intentionally, but we are, and it's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but it's okay. However, I'm asking you to use your common sense, one. Two, I'm asking you to look and see who and what is getting results and what kind of results. And three, use common sense. That's just such a power, intuitive power that you have to assess things and make a decision for yourself. You know, use common sense. When people say to me, well, I I went on the fruit thing and then it made me sick because I wasn't getting all the nutrients I need to get. And it was making me weak. No, no. How can you eat Chinese pizza, burritos, wings, soda, Krispy Kreme? How can you eat that every day? And you fine. But the moment you eat fruit, you get sick. Fruit that God put here on the earth before we, you know, all fancy and civilized, that's when we went to the tree and poured it down and ate it. That's making you sick. But all the other stuff I just named ain't making you sick. What the hell? No. It doesn't make you sick. Fruit doesn't make you sick. Raw food doesn't make you sick. Vegan doesn't make you sick. It exposes your weaknesses. That's what it does. It exposes. It It removes the obstructions. Most of us are constantly in digesting mood. We're eating nonstop. From the moment that we our feet hit the floor, we are eating and our body spends all of its energy on digesting food. It doesn't have a chance to flush. You now there's a level of detoxing that happens regardless, or we'll be dead. But what I'm saying is that when you are constantly eating and you're eating heavy, when you start off in the morning with four meals and coffee, I can't believe people drink Starbucks for breakfast. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what's worse, that or soda, I don't know. And, and you snack, we got nuts, we got granola bars. And then lunch, we going in all day, every two hours. We just, If we ain't eating, we snacking. And that happens up until we go to bed. Many of us bring a snack to bed. And so, yes, it makes sense when you remove that. Now the body says, whoa, whoa, a we got a break here. Let's go over here and address some of this. Let's go address some of this. Then you get exposed. That's what I like about it. People who really go deep, I mean, really, really go deep. I'll use um, raw, what's her name? Raw, fully raw Christina. She's been fully raw for about, I think she said about nine years now, I guess. But early on, she um, she was very underweight. And I think people miss kind of underestimate the issues with being underweight are very similar to being overweight. There are still nutrient issues that are going on there. There's still malabsorption issues that are going on there. There's still adrenal issues that are going on there. there but anyway, she was talking about her experience and how she began to lose her hair. Now, the average thinking person would have backed off. They would have said, "This diet is making me sick and is making me lose my hair." That's what the average person would have done, and especially if they would have went to a doctor, that's what the doctor's gonna tell you: "You're not getting your nutrients. No, no, don't do that. Get you some B12 from that burger right there." That's what they would have told you. Obviously, she knew better and she had been working with, you know, other um, raw vegans who had been in the game for 20, 30 years. So she continued. Long story short, of course, all of her hair grew back. It's down her back. It's past her butt, I think. Her eyes, when we start talking about eyes and checking. Oh, man, the magnificent science of iridology. Her eyes changed from blue. Uh, from brown to blue. That, that brown that was in her eyes was lymphatic stagnation. Amazing. You know, she went from really small, small looking malnourished, you know, flat chest to a regular size. And I don't know, I shouldn't say regular size because regular size nowadays, woo, but you get what I'm saying? She's, she's a healthy looking lady. Boobs came back and all. The point that I'm telling you, and I'm not saying that, that Lord, maybe I shouldn't have said this on this one. You I'm not saying you're going to lose your hair on this 30-day challenge. I'm saying there's levels to this. I'm saying that the better you eat, the more you cleanse, that your body is going to expose your weaknesses. I'm saying that just like in nature, your cells are going to get rid of weaknesses and replace it with strong. Like my nails, I use it for an example. The past two months, maybe? Three, the good part of this year, I'll say, I I just kept going. Like, man, I got, I got to continue to rebuild. I had done a hair test the end of last year, so I knew I was losing calcium. Right, my nails were just brittle. Like, I would like kind of hit my toe on something, just like you know, a door or something. Boom, the nail would break. I would just grab a book, my nail would break, and I mean, it would like bend backwards. And I knew, I'm like, damn it. Keep going. Keep going. Man, when I tell you right now, and I just noticed it like the other week, like, damn, my nails ain't got back strong. Like, for real, for real. And I went, I think I I end up hitting my hand on something, the door, the car door. And I just knew my nail had broken. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I think my nails are back. So I know, oh, we getting there. We getting there. Keep working. Keep moving. Keep flushing. You follow what I'm saying? The body will break itself down in order to rebuild. It will get rid of weaknesses. I heard a story of this lady who, first of all, she went about it too drastic. So she went hardcore. She had already had a lot of weaknesses in her body, and she just tried to go straight from meat eating now to all fruits. Like long term, that wasn't wise. She lost her fingernails. Fingernails came off. <laughs> and I know stuff like that scares people. But again, this is where you use common sense now. You listen to your body. Ain't nobody telling you to go dress if you know you already have severe weaknesses like that. Unless, you know, you got some type of debilitating illness where your life is on the line. You, you may have to go a little bit more aggressive. And in those cases, I would suggest you add in some herbs to kind of assist you with that. But anyway, the point that I'm making is the body got rid of its weaknesses. Now, of course, it grew back. You know, she, she pressed through it and it, it came back and she's doing well. But don't fret over what you, you can't come over into a lifestyle of holistic healing and living but still hold on to conventional thinking because conventional thinking is about fear. It is about scaring you. This is what's so bizarre about conventional medicine. All of its wisdom and knowledge and so-called results and studies are following the sickest among us. They're following the average person and the average person is unhealthy. The average, the average person is sick. Even if they're not walking around coughing or walking around, you know, overweight, they're sick. These are the people that you're getting your recommendations from. Listen to yourself. Follow yourself. It's your best guide. We in here. We in here, baby. We in here like swimwear. So um, 30 days, this is day one. I think the best place to follow me it's probably going to be on Twitter. I'm going to try to do some videos so um, I can kind of better explain some things to the process and then just kind of report back on what's happening with me. Um, some things that I'm watching and um, I'll be certainly sharing what is changing and what does change by the, the end of those 30 days. Um, I am coming off my herbs right now. I'm doing nothing but fruit. I'm not going to do any botanical fruits. I mean, I'm not going to do any tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchini, or avocado. Oh, avocado. Woo, 30 days. Mm. Oh, girl, you know I love you. Anyway, that one's going to be a tough one. But that's just what I'm doing. I'm not suggesting you do that. I want you to restrict yourself that much, especially if you haven't done this before. But I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking to do something. There's a little bit more digging that I have to do. And that's going to require me to stay strictly on the sweet fruits. And um, yeah, I look forward to reporting back. So I am hoping I have a young lady. Our story mirrors very much in regard to our health issues. I think she's been on this, um, this fruit lifestyle for about six months now. I'm hoping to have her on sometime this month. Just exp- share her experience. Listen, man, I ain't telling you what to believe. I really ain't. I know you're like, stop lying. No, but I'm for real. I'm sharing, I'm trying my best to share information. I want you to have the whole story and then choose. Right now, we're not getting the whole story. That's a problem that I have. Allow people to choose. Give them the whole story. Give them all of the information. Give them all of the sides of the story and then allow them to choose. If you get this side of the story and you still, and you still think, you know what? I just think that's some BS and I ain't down with it, then fine, fine, but at least you know, at least you have been given the opportunity to choose, many of us are not getting the opportunity to choose, many of us are dying, I, I, I'm just telling you right now, I, um, I'm um i looking around at my family, man, and I, I, I just don't see, oof, 10 years, I, I don't, it's, mm, If we don't do something, if people in my family don't do something, I just, some of them, I don't see them making it to another 10 years. I just don't see it. I mean, the body is miraculous now, and I don't underestimate it, but I, I just know the toll that can happen when you're already sick, you're already toxic, you're already full of acidosis, and then you compound that with tons of pharmaceutical drugs on top of that, that's a bad recipe. Results matter, y'all. That's all I got. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.